All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Celtics blow out the Detroit Pistons, 127-109. This was a fun one. This was a fun way to end, I don't know, saying the first half of the season is a a loose term because clearly we're significantly past the first half of the games. Uh, But heading into the All-Star break, this is a fun way to end. Celtics now have a week off. No basketball besides stuff for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in the All-Star game. Uh, This is a time where the Celtics get to relax. Derek White, who has gotten absolutely hammered the last couple weeks, get some time to chill out. Going to follow today's podcast, same as usual, run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows, uh, and wrap things up talking about where the Celtics stand heading into the All-Star break here. Uh, To get things started, uh, need to give player of the game to Jason Tatum. This was a really solid overall game from him. 38 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. Honestly, like pretty close to that triple double. Only played 34 minutes in this one. It was the highest on the team. But considering you know where he's averaged, staying right at 34 is a pretty good number. Uh, and this was a game where he just he was hitting everything. You know, 15 of 24 from the field, very high percentage. Six of 10 from three, very high percentage. The guy was just connecting on everything. And some of the passing tonight was great. Uh, This was not a game where Jason Tatum was going out and trying to do everything himself. Uh, Minus the the final two minutes there when he was really trying for that 40 piece. And he just kind of focused on offense and stopped caring about anything else. Uh, With that being said, Overall, this is a really solid game from Jason Tatum. Uh, And it was really capstoned by a monster, monster third quarter uh, where Jason Tatum went out there, had a career high 24 points in that third quarter alone. Uh, So this guy was just a man on a mission in that third quarter. Didn't really, I mean, he sat the first four minutes of the fourth and honestly came out two minutes left in the fourth as well. So he didn't play a ton of minutes in that fourth, only scored two points there. But at that point, Celtics didn't need him to do anything. He got other guys involved, and he still put up his numbers, right? So monster, monster game from Jason Tatum. And this was a this was coming in the third quarter where the Detroit Pistons were giving the Celtics everything. They put up 38 points in that third quarter. We'll talk about that in the second half on kind of where things collapsed for the Celtics a bit. But really, like this was a very solid outing from Jason Tatum. And honestly, it goes down the lineup. I tweeted this earlier. It's crazy to think that we can put pretty much one through 10 into a game and expect pretty productive minutes. And this is honestly like we're still down, obviously, Time Lord and JB in this one as well. So we're down big guys and we're still running 10 deep and getting meaningful minutes out of them. And I was thinking back to a few years ago, like there were times where we had Taco Fall, Carson Edwards and Tremont was on this team. And we're rolling out guys that are putting up massive numbers at ease. 
and it's just absolutely nuts to think about. Uh, I'll just I'll, I'll run down the lineup. This is Marcus Smart's first game back. He's missed 11 games prior to this. He comes in nine points, seven rebounds, six assists, six steals, only two turnovers. Played 29 minutes in this one. He was four of six from the field. Two of his six shots were wide open layups after he stole the ball. So this was as in check as you would want Marcus Smart to be. This was the perfect game that Marcus Smart could have given you on any given night. It was it was an absolute masterclass. This is what Marcus Smart does. To come in first game back after missing so much time, get six steals, contribute everywhere. It's incredible to see. Really solid overall game for Marcus Smart in this one. Uh, but up and down, like we obviously, with Marcus Smart coming back, you would expect a, I don't know, a slight drawback from Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon. Didn't really see that. We saw 27 minutes for Derek White, 29 minutes for Malcolm Brogdon. Still played big minutes. This is what I expect to see from Joe Missoula come playoff time. Like big minutes run a little bit smaller. Uh, but really, like beautiful game from both of those guys. Derek White, the shooting touch wasn't there as much. Uh, he was three of 11 in this one, two of six from three. However, uh, another monster game from him 11 points, six assists, two steals, and his nightly block. So Derek White going out there being an absolute menace on the defensive end, still contributing on the offensive end from his playmaking as well. And then you look right to, like right below him, Malcolm Brogdon. Like this is this is what I mean. We have three starter quality point guards on this team, all of which had six assists. Right? Malcolm Brogdon in this one, 25 points, six assists. Zero turnovers, 29 minutes, 10 of 14 from the field, five of eight from three. Like this is a game, honestly, prior to Jason Tatum going off for 24 points in that third quarter. It was a lock for Malcolm Brogdon, player of the game, because he was just on fire. In that first half, uh, Malcolm Brogdon had 18 points uh, on seven of eight from the field and four of four from three. That's what he had at the half. Right, This guy just went out and dominated for a large portion of this game, and he deserves a lot of credit for stepping up. Because honestly, like I've, I'm not going to say giving him shit, but I've criticized him for the shot not being there the last couple of weeks. It's very much been the Derek White show. He's been stepping up in a huge way. And not that Malcolm Brogdon's played bad. He has had one bad game, and I did call him out for that. But this was a really good performance from Malcolm Brogdon, more of what we saw earlier on in the season. Uh, so it's good to see him get kind of back into it. We saw good performances throughout in this one. Blake Griffin, another 29 minutes for Blake. Again, no time Lord in this one. So Blake got the start uh, and he came in, he played great energy off the charts, nine points, five rebounds and assist, a steal, a block, like plus 14 on the plus minus third best in the team. Like, this guy came in, played great. The energy, again, off the charts. A uh, couple of massive, massive plays. Tough basket early in the fourth to go up 10 after a pretty good Pistons run. But he had that nice up fake drive, kind of shimmy shake hook to go up 109-97. Good block on Killian Hayes at the rim. Blake Griffin put in work in this one. Uh, and so did Al Horford, for that matter. I mean, Blake Griffin, honestly, I think played better than 
than Al. But overall, you look 11 points, seven rebounds for Al, two of five from three. Overall, solid game. And he came away with a couple of huge shots late in the game. Had a corner three, fadeaway short jumper to go up 118.99. So the Celtics just kept piling on and everybody was getting involved. Uh, it was great to see. We talked about all the starters here. Uh, we obviously talked about Malcolm Brogdon, but you know, one of the one of the guys that didn't get a ton of credit after the last game, strictly because of you know one play at the very end of the game, is Grant Williams. You know, this is a solid one for Grant. Wasn't it started off looking like he was going to be absolutely destroying this Pistons team? He definitely cooled off, but nine points, three of six from three, solid defense. Threw in two assists, looked good. All right, Sam Hauser, 22 minutes in this one. Uh, and although the the shot wasn't really falling, he was only one of three from the field, defensively, he looks fine. Like, he looked good in this one. Chipped in a steal, had a nice backdoor cut, five points. He was a plus 15, second best on the team behind Malcolm Brogdon. It was a plus 20. So Sam Hauser in this one, although the shot wasn't there, he was finding other ways to to help this team play overall it was solid and honestly we saw really good minutes from luke Cornett too this is what i mean the celtics legitimately i mean they rolled out 10 guys today jd davison got two minutes at the very end so nine guys that got legitimate like 20 plus minutes luke Cornett got 20 and he played great too like we've talked about it on this podcast a bunch this year luke Cornett. there have been times where he has looked phenomenal and I'm not going to say that this was one of his phenomenal games, uh, but eight points, two rebounds, an assist, three blocks, three of five, three of five from the field, had a nice alley-oop, a uh, couple of great cuts, backdoor cuts that led to easy buckets. Luke Cornett played 20 solid, solid minutes. Was a plus. He was a plus four in this one. So overall, you look up and down, you got great contributions from everybody. And with Marcus Smart being, you know, his first game back, we kind of got back to that brand of basketball that we were playing early on in the year, right? 21 of 45 from three, shot the lights out of this Pistons team, 46%. We had 30 assists, 30 assists on 49 makes. This is where the Celtics thrive, right? A lot of it, a lot of it stemmed from Marcus Smart on the defensive end too like you're looking at a lot of these assists they're coming from marcus smart defensive plays and you look like there were i don't know probably five potential assists that marcus smart had in this there were a couple of beautiful beautiful drives and dishes to guys that just blew open shots blake griffin missed one at the rim nice pocket pass from marcus smart jason tatum missed another shot at the rim beautiful pocket pass from marcus smart so this was a potential like double-digit assist night for Marcus, uh, which is great to see coming back from you know 11 games missed. But overall, you look at this team, they played really well in this one, really, really well in this one. Uh, 15 fast break points. Again, some of that coming from Marcus Smart on those steals. Uh, we had you know 16, 15 points off of you know the 14 turnovers. That the Pistons had, but you know, as a team, the Celtics had 10 steals. 
Six of those, again, came from Marcus Smart. So 10 steals as a team, though, is really good. It's really good, right? Like this is the defense that you want to see them playing. And it happened for, you know, three of the four quarters. We held them to 26 in the first, 25 in the second, 20 in the fourth. It was really just a terrible, terrible third quarter that held the Celtics back from absolutely blowing the doors off this team. Because truly, it was a great performance overall from the Celtics team, kind of through and through. Every person individually played great. But then you also had a collective, like the team offensively searched for their shots. They took the right shots. They didn't force a ton of mid-range stuff. Like you look at the shot chart in this one, there are four shots that were not either in the paint or from beyond the arc. Four. And we made two, missed two. So honestly, like (laughs) you look at the way that the Celtics shot the ball, Obviously, those numbers are a little skewed. When Jalen Brown plays, he is a mid-range assassin, so he's going to take some of those extra shots. But with the, what was it, 92 92 field goal attempts that we had today, four of them were were, were mid-range shots that weren't a three or in the paint. That's it. Four out of 92. That is statistical basketball. Right, Joe Mazzulla talked about it early on in the season. They take a lot of threes because threes are worth more than twos. Right, the math checks out. Like he is looking at the statistics and figuring out what makes the most sense. And they did that. They performed it to an absolute T tonight. Everything, every there's so much going on at the rim. Obviously, they took a lot of threes. Twenty-one of forty-five. But when you're taking 45 and you're hitting 46%, again, like I said it after last game too, you're not losing games when you're shooting at that high a level. You're not. And you're certainly not losing series. So it is what it is. Like this is a great overall game. It wasn't perfect. Uh, So I want to dive into some of the negatives here. Before I do that, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilizes the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 
This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus back. Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so I want to talk through some of the negatives here. I'm going to keep this section short. Uh, Bogdanovich destroyed the Celtics tonight. The, he is just a, a true professional. 28 points in this one, 12 of 17 from the field. The guy was doing everything. Bunch of mid-ranges, looked phenomenal. Got to the rim a bunch, hit tough shots. Uh, overall, he was a, a huge part of that third quarter where the Pistons destroyed the Celtics. They scored 38 points in that third quarter. Talked about that briefly. Uh, the Celtics defense just collapsed. And we were giving a bunch of open shots up. Isaiah Stewart was another one that really killed the Celtics in this one. Four of six from beyond the arc. Only had 14 points. But, again, he's four of six from beyond the arc. Like He was a guy that the Celtics just did not get out on. We didn't get out to the corner. We didn't protect that lane. And he hit a bunch of threes. And it killed the Celtics. A lot of those came in that third quarter where the Celtics just could not stop anyone. And when you have a guy like Bogdanovich that's going out there, and whether it be breaking down your defense, making guys collapse, he was kicking it out to a very reliable three-point shooter in Isaiah Stewart. And I know this isn't like – I mean, it's not that he's a – great three-point shooter but he's certainly not bad like he's a guy that you have to respect from beyond the arc and he showed you today so tough overall look from them on in that third quarter but again they fixed it right they fixed it this is a game the celtics were still shorthanded no jb no robert williams no muscala like this was a shorthanded game again in this pistons team like i'm not going to sit here and you know pretend like they're good like they're 15 and 44 not a good team Celtics should have rolled them that's the way it is right just like Milwaukee should have rolled the Celtics yesterday they didn't we handled our business today right uh but overall I mean this is a this is a good game the Celtics could have been better on the defensive end in this one Uh, a lot of that stems from no time lord a lot of it stems from Bogdanovich just tearing apart the defense and guys not getting out to the corners. Uh, that's where this game wasn't lost, but that third quarter was. We got outscored 38-31. Again, overall, I'm not going to harp on it. It's just a tough look in the third quarter. But when you hold teams 26-25-20 overall, and then we're scoring 30-plus every single quarter, you know, so be it, right? We still outscored this team, uh, what's the final, by 18 points? It's funny, DraftKings, I think, had the line set at 18 and a half. And the Celtics just under. Uh, but overall, solid game for the Celtics. At this point, we are sitting at 42 and 17. And with today's win, we have secured the best record in the entire NBA come the All-Star break. Right now, we're a game above Milwaukee. They do play tomorrow night. 
if they win, they believe they play the Bulls. If they beat the Bulls, they're back to within a game. But still means the Celtics have the upper hand. Because at this point, we have an extra win than they would. So uh, still a good spot to be in. Celtics going into the All-Star break with the best record in the NBA. They do not have the best winning streak in the NBA uh, because of that loss to Milwaukee. But, you know, you look at the numbers, best scoring differential, uh, one of the best away records. Actually, I believe it is the best away record in the entire NBA. It is. Only only team in the NBA that's 18 and 10 on the road. So really, like, this is a, a phenomenal first half, you know, quote unquote, from the Boston Celtics. Scoring third highest, third highest between the Kings and the Warriors, but the the defense is where things have stepped up. You know, we're playing excellent on the defensive end as of late as well, and the Celtics are one of the top five in both offense and defense this year. So coming into this all-star break, you got to be thrilled because the Celtics are winning. The Celtics added depth. And at this point, we still have an all-star break for Brad, Tatum, Brown, all of these guys to reach out to other players on the buyout market, see if we can add someone. Uh, Some of the bigger names, Terrence Ross, Danny Green, those guys have been scooped up. We've talked about Will Barton. He hasn't found a home yet, so we'll see. At this point, though, Celtics 42-17 and after a big win against Detroit. Uh, and they're rolling at this point. You got to love to see it. So that's where we're going to wrap things up for today. If you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Uh, make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die, and our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. And if you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five star written review, everything helps. Probably rolling out a, a little giveaway in a little bit uh with that being said so keep that in mind make sure to rate and review the podcast have a great night celtics fans we'll talk to you next week yeah you couldn't help it i know you felt it green and white white and green who are we the celtics who are we the celtics who are we